do 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 Making your way in the world today takes everything you got. This comes to us from Jordan Maywood. Next up, we have Jordan. He's going to tell a joke. We got an answer for Jordan Maywood. Yes, Wood May. Hello, this is Penn Gillette. The possibility exists that if I were to actually listen to the Liberal Cube podcast featuring host Jordan Maywood, I could potentially enjoy it. Eh, I'll ring an endorsement, I guess. Potentially enjoy this episode, which will start after the other half of my magical comedy duo, Teller, gives us a countdown. Take it away, Teller. Uh, Hello, welcome. (laughs) Fuck. Welcome to the Libro Cube. Uh, my name is Jordan Maywood, and I am the lackadaisical Libro Cubicalist. This show is like a journey into the dusty attic that is my mind to pull forth all the media I have consumed so it does not rot up there. Unloved, unseen, un a third thing. Uh, I should say at the top of every single show, which I feel like I have been somewhat lackadaisical about. <laughs> so good. Uh, and that is, uh, there will be spoilers in this. Um, I used to say it at the top of every show religiously, but not in a crazy way. Uh, but uh, I feel like I, I haven't as much lately. And particularly in this episode, I do want to do so because uh, I've got uh, Avengers Endgame. And somehow, some way. I managed to, uh, was it weeks or a week or somewhat felt like a long time, (laughs) managed to not see uh, Avengers Endgame and somehow uh, avoid spoilers. I think I'm pretty good at it. Uh, it, it, It's like if you see the word uh, Endgame or Avengers in a post, you sort of let your eyes cross and then just keep scrolling. There's, There's like tips and tricks and things where uh, I I think I might be of the things I am good at which is not many I think avoiding spoilers is actually one of them Uh, so that and also Game of Thrones Game of Thrones on that note uh, I am going to start watching now (laughs) that it's uh, just about over Uh, in fact I think from when this comes out I think uh, the final season might be uh, uh, finished airing I do believe if my math is correct which it very infrequently is is all right uh, i i guess that's it for the top of the show i will push a button that will start a series of five five minute timers like this ladies and gentlemen let's get ready to rough you some things Today's movie monologue sponsor is Blockbuster. Thank you for that sponsorship. All right, uh, you know what I've just realized? And I feel like this hasn't happened in a while, actually. Uh, Movie, TV, book, game, and internet. Each segment of this episode is actually factually devoted to what it's supposed to be. Uh, Quite often I'll uh, not watch enough movies and I'll have maybe two TV shows or I won't finish a book. And I'll, I'll do a couple of internet things and things will be a little jumbled. But no, this is a nice, neat little package. Like my butt. 
Uh, okay, so, uh, movie the first, Avengers Affinity War. Yes, uh, what I decided to do, and this was all yesterday, in fact, uh, is to do a bit of a uh, Marvel movie marathon, MMM. Uh, basically, I, I knew I was going to watch uh, Endgame, uh, so I, I wanted to, you know, get the, the, the refresher of Infinity War. Uh, I've been me meaning to rewatch it for a little while now. Uh, you know what? I, I will say of my rating of this, which I'm sure when I watched it the first time, I gave it a 5 out of 5. Uh, the fact that I have rewatched it as soon as I have after the initial watching, which is not something I often do for movies, means that that rating of 5 holds up which I, I, I like, because fives for me are, are enjoyed while watching, would watch again, and the time uh, that I would watch it again is very short. Yeah, that, that, that's some of the criteria of, of things I give a five, and uh, Avengers Affinity War uh, definitely meets those criteria. Uh, if you haven't seen it, wow, <laughs> that's impressive. If, if you don't know what happens in Avengers Infinity War, you know, have you been under... A, 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 a stone that fits in a glove that kills half of all living things. Now, one discussion on that note is that, uh, uh, is it random? Because if it's 100% random, that's dumb. You're going to have some planets where everyone but like one person is left alive. Uh, you're going to have some planets where nobody dies. The, the 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 sheer randomness of it all it should be i think planet based or should it be species based yeah maybe species based is better yeah probably species based so like all humans um we're all basically on earth uh, uh half of us are gone yeah so so that would make sense from a thanos perspective i do believe uh, but if you have a species that is multi-planetary or uh, multi uh, uh solar systemy then uh, it, it should be half of them, right? Right. Uh, I remember it was not long after this movie came out where people started to think, uh, you know what, maybe Thanos' idea wasn't such a bad one. Uh, and, you know, <laughs> things have probably, if anything, progressed towards the thought that uh, his idea of uh, too many people is not a good thing, uh, you know, yeah, that's not uh, that's not an untruth, right? There was that Star Trek episode where uh, uh, Captain Kirk was like uh, kidnapped and put in a in a replica of a uh, Starship Enterprise with this girl. Uh, I forget what the reason was, but uh, it was on a planet that was so packed that uh, it was like literally you couldn't move about because there was so many people. Now that's a little ridiculous, and uh, that planet I bet would have liked. Thanos' help. So, there. Okay, moving on to movies I have not seen. Captain Marvel, yes. Uh, uh, from 2019, my sort of reasoning there was I, I knew this took place kind of, sort of, kind of, sort of in between these two movies, or at the very least, Captain Marvel would be in the next movie, and I didn't really know her story. Uh, in fact, my knowledge of Captain Marvel is was virtually non-existent. Because she never really appeared in any of the, the, the things I've watched over the years. Uh, so, it, it was nice to, to finally get a taste. And I gotta say, I very much liked... Uh, oh shit, what was that? Uh, I very much liked uh, uh, Brie Larson. Yeah, uh, I think she did an amazing job. Uh, people who poo-pooed this movie, I don't really understand. Because it is a movie that is pretty 
good. I, I think rating-wise, jeez, would I go a five? Uh, I'd, I'd probably go a, a four with some definite 100% five moments. Uh, there's the, uh, what I think Brie Larson, she does better than a lot of people who've been doing this a long time, is those, uh, and this is, I think all superheroes do this at some points in their movies, uh, pauses in action, pauses in fights to a certain uh, a, a smile, a certain smirk, not necessarily to camera, but a like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to kick your butt. She's got at least a, a, a couple of those, uh, and, and I think does it really, really well. And whenever she did it, it gave me the warm fuzzies, as you do. So thank you, Brie Larson. Uh, Captain Marvel. Moving on. Shit, we're, you heard the timer. Didn't mean to do that. Uh, normally I do five movies, and I only have three, and Jesus... Timers. Time. Time. Ah, look at that segue, which I didn't mean to do. Yeah, uh, so the spoiler uh, that I managed to avoid, the way in which Thanos is quote-unquote beaten and things are put back to quote-unquote normal, a lot of quote-unquotes there, uh, is with time travel. Yes, uh, if you are a long-time listener of this podcast, you will know anything time-related I'm a big fan of. So for that reason, easy for me to give this movie a five out of five. Um, there's there's some happiness, there's some sadness. Jesus Christ, this movie starts dark. Uh, without giving, uh, it doesn't really give anything away. Although I did mention spoilers. I even put spoilers in the description of this episode, I know. Because, <laughs> you know, I, I really don't want to spoil this for people. Uh, but if, if you're listening to a podcast that mentions spoilers in the title, have someone talk of spoilers right at the top and how he managed to avoid them, then, you know, it's your own fault at this point. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, Hawkeye, he's, like, having a, a nice picnic with his family, and then, like, they are among the, the, the random people who are, are wiped out of existence. Like, his entire family gone in one go. Man, that was a dark start to this movie. Uh, it does get lighter. Like, for example, uh, uh, Hulk, Smart Hulk, is <laughs> pretty awesome. Uh, the, the, what the, uh, oh yeah, what about the cat from Captain Marvel? That was weird. Anyways, uh, uh, definitely watch these movies. I would say, uh, if you like just dumb, fun action, you get a laugh here every once in a while, you, you, you got some, some heartwarming, you got some heart colding. Yeah, it's got it all, really. What's not to like, other than, you know, it's a superhero movie, I guess. Today's Television Talk sponsor is Spoons. Thank you for that sponsorship. Yes, from uh, superhero movies to superhero television shows. Uh, strangely enough, I did not plan this. Uh, I had finished this show, The Tick, Jeez, uh, like a week plus ago, and then uh, randomly decided to do this Marvel movie marathon yesterday. So uh, that was unplanned, but uh, a happy coincidence. Uh, okay, so when I say The Tick, uh, television show, that could mean several things, because I do believe the animated version, uh, I, I know I've seen it, and I think I actually have it on DVD. Uh, I'm 
probably reviewed it on this podcast. Uh, unless that that show is old enough that it might have been pre podcast. Uh, I'm not 100 percent sure. So uh, this is the live action uh, uh, version we're talking from uh, Amazon, the good people over at Amazon, which uh, I'm starting to delve a little more into their uh, original programming, and I got to say. Uh, so far, so so good. Yeah, uh, I haven't really seen much. We've got Miss Maisel, of course, that the Mrs. and I watch, which uh, we loved. Uh, and, and The Tick now, and uh, there's something else that we watch. Uh, uh, the, the Tick played by uh, Peter Serafinowicz, who I'm a huge fan of. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen him any in anything where I haven't thoroughly enjoyed him. Usually plays a good uh, bad guy, actually, like, a, like, like an asshole. <laughs> so it's fun to see him in this role. Uh, the role of The Tick, which is a very strange superhero type thing <laughs> we never and i say thing because we never really figure out at least we didn't in the cartoons i don't think uh and haven't so far in uh the first two seasons of the tick i, I believe the third is in the works i hope uh, i hope because I, I i did oh you know what i'm just seeing patrick warburton is a producer which is strange because i think he did a live action version of the tick as well huh, that's interesting anyways uh I think there's more in the works. I think this has been popular, and I think it's because uh, the combination of uh, superhero and comedy does seem to work. And this is a, a comedy for the most part, action comedy, I suppose I would say. Uh, on the rating of goodness, uh, what would I give the Tick uh, Amazon version? The cartoon, I think I give like a 4 out of 5, if I do recall, because I, I, I do like it. The One of the main bad guys had a chair for a face. Come on. Come on, we haven't seen him yet in 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 this in these first two seasons, and I hope we do because I wonder how that's going to work. Although it has been hinted at, because there's been uh, a bad guy who turned people into furniture. They would just like look like people, but they would like stand still and like hold the light bulb, and then oh yeah, this guy's a lamp. <laughs> uh, so maybe they're working towards. Uh, I think his name was like chippendale Chairface. it was definitely Chairface was was part of his name because he had a chair for a face uh we haven't quite seen i don't think those levels of insanity although there has been some weird things tinfoil kevin yeah that's good oh yeah rating rating uh see i'm getting sidetracked like the tick often does because he's sort of dumb i'd probably go four with some slowish three moments uh, and, and then some just insane uh, laugh-out-loud five moments. Yeah, it, 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 it's probably, I think I would have to admit that the quality uh, may vary a little bit uh, episode to episode. But overall, definitely worth a watch if you like weird shows. If you like funny shows, if you like action shows, it, it, uh, it, it has all those. And uh, uh, Griffin Newman, who plays Arthur, he's sort of the, the star almost of this version, I would say, even more. Because... Uh, a crazy show like this, you need a little grounding, so we sort of see it through his eyes, kind of, sort of, kind of, sort of, a little more than the Tick, uh, who's sort of a, a larger-than-life, literally, uh, character that uh, may be a little harder to relate with. He's basically a big blue dude with antenna, uh, basically indestructible, super, super strong, and dumb perhaps because he has very little memory or just dumb and also has no memory of how he came to be uh like the show sort of starts with him just sort of does he pop into existence i don't know we'll find out maybe one day
Segway. Conan, the librarian. Don't you know the Dewey Decimal System? Today's book banter sponsor is Space Dinosaur Clones. Thank you for that sponsorship. Alright, if you're following along with my book Progress, you will know that uh, this book is titled Orion in the Dying Time. It is Orion number three of the Orion series <laughs> by Ben Bova. Uh, yeah, you know what? Uh, I, I, I feel like the series name... Uh, should maybe not intermingle with the book names within the series because it can make it confusing. Orion in the Dying Time, book number three of the Orion series. Sounds dumb. The book, however, not dumb. It's good. I like these books. Uh, they are, you know what, when, uh, when were these books published? Let's see. 19, published 1991. Is that the original, though? Originally published? May very well be. Uh, yeah, so uh, 90s sci-fi fantasy, kind of, sort of, kind of, sort of. Uh, I don't know how you would... Uh, I think if you listen to last episodes, they're a little hard to pinpoint. It's got sci-fi, it's got uh, myth elements uh, in the terms of uh, uh, gods, Greek gods, uh, but they're not actually gods. So the gist of this series uh, is human beings eventually reach a point where we become so advanced in technology and biology, I guess you would say, sort of a, that classic where we become, uh, we eventually evolve to become nothing but thought, nothing but balls of light, quote-unquote. Uh, and when we reach that point, we sort of realize we can manipulate time, we can travel in time, we can change things in the past to affect our future, which uh, shit, I guess, goes awry. It's at that point that we are kind of gods, right? Uh, the interesting thing there is that uh, it, it's those beings that then go back and not only create humans, but uh, over the course of time have to prevent things from these humans becoming extinct, which would then make themselves extinct. So the reason the gods, and they're mostly, uh, you could kind of think of them as the Greek gods. They often go by those names. Uh, they often have powers like that. They often look like that. Uh, so thinking of them as the, the Greek and Roman gods, actually, as well, um, is, is not right, but it's also pretty close to accurate. Anyways, uh, so they wouldn't exist uh, if, if, and the reason they're involved in the, in the seemingly day-to-day -day lives of humans is because they have to be, because they have to protect them, because if they don't, then they themselves would cease to exist. It's almost like that, and this is in some fantasy as well, that idea that uh, if you are a god, your power is gained through the followers that you have. So if you have more followers, the more powerful you will be. Uh, which is always a sort of a cool, interesting idea for, for f a fantasy setting. Like, how is that measured? Like, <laughs> it's almost like, uh, you know what I've, uh, I've often thought of, uh, uh, and I've done this for Comedy Bang Bang. Oh, maybe. A little segue for a future segment here. Uh, Comedy Bang Bang, uh, when I do uh, uh, Would You Rather scenarios, uh, sometimes I'll, I'll throw in one that I like, uh, or just this sort of idea that uh, you have an army 
uh, of the number of Twitter follow all your all your Twitter followers are your army. So who has, who has the most powerful army? So so that's sort of dumb idea. Uh, okay, so in this one, let me read the Goodreads, and maybe it'll be a little more specific. A sequel to Orion and Vengeance of Orion. At, at the end of the Cretaceous period, Earth is in the grip of the dinosaurs. Their leader is a reptile worshipped by the Egyptians as a powerful god for thousands of years. His mission is to destroy the creators. Yeah, the gods that I've been talking about. Orion's masters and rule the planet. Yeah, so this is one of the things of the past that these creators have to prevent from happening so that they can protect the humans so the humans can one day turn into them thus completing the cycle and keeping time safe uh so so cool idea lots of uh, fights with dinosaurs uh you know that's pretty cool mind controlled dinosaurs uh there's a cute little uh, uh, uh dinosaur that at one point they're they're sort of uh, trying to keep alive and stuff uh, yeah, <laughs> it's a fucked up book, man. And for that reason, give it like a 4 out of 5 at least. A 4 out of 5 at least is the rating. Thank you, Ben Bova. game gabin sponsor is super jump boots thank you for that sponsorship okay uh i haven't done one of these in a while i feel like a bit of a steam cleanup or a steam clean if you prefer and i do now that i've said it out loud uh yeah so basically uh, i buy lots of steam games during steam sales and uh they'll pile up and then every once in a while uh, I'll see this and I'll be like, oh, geez, am, am I going to be one of those guys who buys a bunch of stuff on Steam and never plays it? Yes, I am going to be, but I can mitigate it slightly by going and playing a bunch of them. And uh, sort of the way I do it is ones that, uh, like, I'll have some games where I, I, I know I'll like it I'll, in a, and I'll know I'll, uh, I'll probably get some good playtime out of it. And then they'll have uh, others I'll be unsure of, let's say, or look like shorter experiences. And those are the ones, like these, uh, that I'll usually sort of gravitate towards uh, when I'm doing a clean like this. So uh, let's work through these four. And that's not work because they're games and they're fun and all, none of them were horrible. <laughs> put that on your box none of these games were horrible and then you'll these four games on steam will have to get together so they all share the same rating from me oh boy uh the first is from 2013 it's called proteus ah may have heard of it I, I i think it did get some uh, uh popularity with critics uh game question mark or experience exclamation points in a question mark in tarot bang that's called uh, yeah, so there's like this island, and you like walk around it and see cool things, uh, sort of uh, interesting visuals. Uh, I feel like this should have, if it wasn't, be a, a VR game. It would have been a very, very cool sort of just walking around this strange little island. Uh, the time passes, 
Um, you, you'll see, I feel like I'm going to use the strange a few times during this as a talk of this game. Uh, strange little uh, animals, maybe, you're like hopping around. You could follow them a bit. Uh, again, the gameplay, such as it is, is, is not really there. You're just sort of moving around, exploring this island. Uh, I, I don't even think there is a button to interact with things. It's just whatever you're sort of looking at is what is happening. Uh, occasionally you'll see sort of flashing flash, flashing lights, usually when it gets to be nighttime, and then you'll inevitably, should you choose, head towards those, um, and, and then time will sort of fluctuate, and seemingly you'll be transported to either a different island or... Uh, a, a different time on that island uh, sort of an, uh, definitely interesting um uh, rating wise it, it's not something i don't like i uninstalled it because i w beat it <laughs> i experienced what was there to experience and uh, it was interesting while it happened so for that reason i'll go for hey why not why not uh, uh you know just a just an interesting thing to experience on a on, on a lazy day in your home hey what more could you ask for uh lots of things actually uh next is virginia ah, from 2016 a first person mystery adventure oh you play a uh, fbi agent um trying to solve a mystery which i couldn't really follow uh not for the reason that i'm dumb although i am but for the reason that uh and you will know long time listener if you are one uh that's 90 some odd percent of the time i will play video games while watching a movie or tv and vice versa so uh i think particularly with a mystery game where there's clues that you have to follow uh may have made sense for me to just do this and not try to split my uh, uh attention so you know that's my error don't 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 you be blamed for that even though i blame you a little bit for it so uh for that reason my rating is going to be like a, a little less like a like a like a two because i i just couldn't get into it uh and ended up turning it off uh, i like the art style uh, and I think there would be interest in the story had I paid more attention. So I'm sorry. I'm giving myself a two, to be honest. I'm g giving myself a one, and I'm giving the game a two. Uh, next we have uh, Wrong World. Yeah, this one was weird. Uh, sort of uh, very, very light, very light Rust-like game. Uh, I've spoken of Rust, which, uh, speaking of it now, makes me want to dust it off. I haven't played it in a while. A game where you just go, you gather resources, you build a little base, and that's what you do. This has that, although the world is just... I'm going to swear here, and you can't stop me. The world is just fucked up. <laughs> You're like this weird teddy bear-looking thing. Uh, the, the, the monsters, such as they are, are just... I can't even explain them. It's, it's, you know what? Uh, you could do with Wrong World, and I hope you do. Uh, just go uh, on the Steam page and look at... Uh, what the visual appeal of this game might be for you because uh, the, the strangest is hard to explain and also the timer went off uh, so I don't have time to talk about it so there you go uh, wrong world uh, yeah uh, that has was, was not fun it was fun to look at but the actual gameplay left a lot to be desired so I will go uh, two as well yeah that's the thing about these kind of games they they're sort of like play for 
you know, as little as five minutes is sometimes only play for an hour and then you uninstall them and never think of them again. And I feel like, unfortunately, a lot of the games I'm talking about here, they're going to fall into that category. Uh, games like Penumbra Overture. Oh, jeez, should have known from the title. That was fine. If you've played uh, Amnesia, uh, the first one, uh, that one was much better than this. Uh, it was very, very, very similar to that. Uh, I'd be shocked if this came out before that game. Uh, I feel like this is a very much a, a ripoff of that game. Uh, it reached a point, though, where uh, I got stuck uh, and didn't know how to proceed. So I actually, you know what, of this game, I'll, I'll give it a three. Enjoyed while uh, playing, but probably wouldn't play again. In fact, I'm pretty sure I uninstalled it as well. Uh, I reached a point where I got stuck, and I think it might have been the game. Like, I, I spent 15, 20 minutes in an area searching for the way out of the area that I was in and just couldn't find it. So either bad uh, game design bad player a uh, broken game i don't know what it was but uh even still while i was playing uh, and when and it even you know what this is so much like that amnesia game where the uh you've got to hide from the bad guy you can't actually uh, kill it uh and, and if you stare at it too long you sort of start to go crazy like a freakish amount like that game which uh, i believe i reviewed on this podcast and gave a much higher mark i would hope i would hope Today's Internet Intercore sponsor is the Plugs Bag. Thank you for that sponsorship. Okay, uh, first and foremost, Company Bang Bang, 10 year anniversary. Yes, uh, just from my perspective, somewhat recently, uh, it was uh, last week actually. Um, very, very good. Uh, <laughs> Scott Ackerman, goddamn smart, smart cookie, obviously, uh, decided to sort of combine, or actually, did he combine? Uh, episode 600 with the 10-year anniversary uh, into one 10-hour-long episode, one hour per year? Jesus. Uh, there's no way in hell he did it all at once like a uh, podcast-a-thon. Hmm. Uh, but he edited it, 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 it in such a way where it, it, it felt seamless. So, so, so that I appreciate. It was just sort of a, a cavalcade of favorite guests over the course of these 10 years, and it was a little slice of podcasty heaven. Uh, one of the reasons I do this podcast is because of uh, uh, the, the early podcasts I listened to, Comedy Bang Bang being among the first. Not the first, that was Kevin Pollock's chat show. I have to give that honor there. Uh, but, uh, uh, definitely one of the reasons where, why I love the medium, uh, that Scott Ackerman guest who appeared on that podcast are, are, are people I love in the podcasting world. And, in in if you are a fan of that podcast, I can feel the love between us because it's a shared experience that we had there in that, in those 10 hours, five for me, because I listen at double speed. 
<laughs> uh, you know what I don't think I mentioned? Uh, the week prior to this episode, uh, I had my 11th... 11th! Wow! Jeez, I, I need 12 for that that dozen feeling. My 11th uh, would-you-rather scenario chosen. Uh, so that's pretty cool. You can actually go to my YouTube channel to uh, what I'll always do. I think I've always done is I'll take uh, the snippet out of the episode of my uh, would you rather scenario and the people playing the game uh, and then post it there just as a, as a little tease for the episode. Uh, so, you know, why not? Next, we have Doughboys with guest Kevin Pollock and Jamie Foxx. Wait a second. Is that the same Kevin Pollock formerly of Kevin Pollock's chat show since that? podcast has since uh stopped being recorded yes yes it is so the reason the the, the first podcast i ever listened to kevin bollock uh appearing on a, a podcast that i somewhat recently started listening to doughboys oh i like that crossover very much uh, i was worried that uh, maybe i wouldn't get to hear kevin pollock speak into my ears alone whereas uh, i see him on the miss mazel program but no i want to hear him just in my ears so i got that and uh his lovely i don't think they're married uh, I, th I think they're just like common law i guess it would be uh jamie fox uh so it was nice to hear her on there too because uh, she used to be uh on the podcast uh but towards the end of kevin pollock's chat show less and less she sort of appeared i felt like and uh that's too bad because uh she always had some good input and she uh seemed like a big nerd and as you can imagine i like big nerds uh, they reviewed uh, the AMC theater uh, sort of dine-in experience. If you're unfamiliar with Doughboys, they'll go to chain restaurants and uh, review them in hilarious ways. Uh, so they did the AMC uh, eating sort of way you can do, which I've never done that. Uh, I, I think we have that, that somewhere here. I'm, I'm in Canada, nearish Toronto. Uh, and I, I have heard of it. I don't know where I would go to do this, but it does sound appealing to me. Uh, next we have, uh, last but not least, Podcastathon 2019. Yes. Uh, for the first time ever, I actually uh, caught a fair chunk of it online. Uh, it was live on YouTube. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with Podcastathon, host Jimmy Pardo of the podcast Never Not Funny. Uh, once a year, him and uh, uh, that podcast will host a... I think it used to actually be... Was it ever 24-hour? I don't know, uh, but but I, I think it's now 12-hour. 12-hour-long uh, 12 marathon telethon. I guess it's still a telethon, even though it's not on television. Oh, yeah, and it's podcast-a-thon because it's the par podcast from Jimmy Pardo. That's, that's what... Portmanteau, I believe that's called. Uh, uh, the, 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 all the proceeds go to uh, an organization called Smile Train, um, which they take donations all year long, I just want to say. And uh, I did put a link to them in the, uh, uh, in the description of this podcast. Uh, they go to uh, areas where uh, perhaps uh, people don't have the means to afford to have things like a, a cleft palate fixed or uh, things of that nature. Uh, so the, the literally helping children fix, quote-unquote, their smiles. So uh, uh, definitely a worthy cause, uh, giving, giving children a, a, a more uh, a way into life that is more uh, uh, happy. Yeah, giving children a way into life that is more happy is a sentence I just said. <sighs> yep. 
That's what just happened, all right. Folks, I guess we did it. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, it's nice to be nice to the nice. This is the end of the show. A sincere thank you for listening. Time to plug some things and I do not mean. Buts. You can like us on Facebook. You can follow Jordan underscore Maywood on Twitter. You can subscribe and comment on iTunes. Lastly, if you would like to contact the podcast, you can email. Jordan.Maywood at gmail.com I would like to conclude that I am not a robot and that I have a theory. I've got a theory that it's a demon, a dancing demon. Nah, something isn't right there. I've got a theory. The best is yet to come, and babe, won't it be fine? You think you've seen the sun, but you ain't seen it shine. Wait till the warm-up's underway. Wait till our lips have met. Wait till you see that sunshine day You ain't seen nothing yet The best is yet to come and be Won't it be fine The best is yet to come Live long and prosper